seeing that for the first time, it's like they're like laughing with their friends and stuff, but deep down they knew they were messed up for life. <laughs> <laughs> they started changing because honestly, it was like a messed up era because like you would see that and then you'd be thinking about that for weeks and weeks and weeks. And then dude, like, World Star has some fucked up shit. Yeah, yeah, Live Leak too. Yeah, Live Leak, Live yeah. Leak, World Star, Live Leak. Those yeah. people going around doing crimes on purpose saying World Star <laughs> is knocking dudes out and like you know. Oh, but you would see some messed up stuff early on the internet. Like it wasn't even on purpose. It's not like you were looking that up. It's just like mm. people started like randomly sharing. And it's like damn, dude, that's messed up. And then you're just sitting there like questioning your whole life. Yeah, dude, like, Luis, you were a little bit more like like older and just like a year or two though. It's not that much. Um, did you ever, like what did you see like during your youth growing up with the internet that was like fucked up? You saw the Twin Towers, didn't you? You were there, Ground Zero. <laughs> 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 yeah, I do. But I think the more interesting uh, question is how I met Osama. Uh, <laughs> how, I, how I got there in the first place. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to another exciting episode of Vida y Vino, brought to you by the Bro Tastes Network. Here we are, back in one piece, and special episode, my personal favorite. Reminds me of my high school days. Did I ever leave? Episode 69. And you know that voice, the voice that knows the most. It's I, Philden, Golden Corral. And with me today, as always, in person, we got the one and only, the one and truly, he kind of smells like patchouli. It's one legend. Thank you, homie. Oh. Nice to be here with all of you. Mm-hmm. And as always, the silent but deadly, the ones who knows the melody, it's Leo. Hello, hello. And away in the interspace, it is high. It is he who rides the web. It is Luis Pablo. Hello. <laughs> very, uh, very courteous. I like that. Very uh, polite. I would have let him date my daughter. Hello. Mm-hmm. He's like the silver surfer, but for the web. You did? The web surfer. You did? This could be like a Twilight yeah. thing. He could be like, in 18 years, your daughter will be mine. No, shut up. We're not going to go down any <laughs> road like that. Well, I mean, this is episode 69. It'd be cool if we talked about romantic movies. No, 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 no. But we're gonna, we got a lot on the docket today. In honor it for it being the special episode, we're going to talk about real-life news that it's happening in today. As example, Louisiana is putting an end, a kibosh, to all pornographic needs. And we're also going to be talking about the recent controversy and or tragedy uh, that happened with, uh, I'm going to pronounce his name wrong. Damar Hamlin. Damar Hamlin. I love the ham part, but uh, we wish him a speedy recovery, all jokes aside, him and his family. And we'll talk more about that and our takes on that, just like the rest of America. (laughs) (laughs) Now, specifically, though, we're also going to talk about like the reaction by the NFL and the reaction by different leagues who've had uh, similar tragedies happen. Mm-hmm. And in and, and the sport of combat sports, you know, this is inedible. Whether it's CTE or fainting in the middle of the field. Or falling know. from the rafters. Exactly. You, you sly dog. And then we're going to uh, bring it all home, talking about our, our New Year's shenanigans and uh, how we are progressing within our, what, second week now? This is crazy. Yeah, second week of the New Year. I'm sure uh, everyone out there has shit that they're all working on. Oh, but yeah, yeah. Um, to start off, we also uh, poured ourselves a really cool spirit today. Um, it's called 
what is it called? Aroma Azul? Aroma Azul. Bring up the bottle. It, it is a pretty bottle, folks. By the way, this is a tequila. Tequila. Yep. Añejo. Uh, añejo. The, so we have a, a Añejo tequila, which is like the most aged version of a tequila. Um, and uh, it's a ultra p- premium brand called Aroma, Aroma Azul. Uh, what did you guys think it tasted like on the first sip, boys? Uh, I just had my first sip in person right now, and usually with most tequilas, it burns. It's like napalm, you know, scorched earth. It's just my my. It dries up everything, evaporates. I'm left very dry in my mouth, right? But this is so sweet. It did the opposite. It added moisture to my mouth. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if 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 I was in an avalanche. I would want those big St. Bernards. You know how those... They have the, to those, have this shit in there? Yeah. Instead yeah, of the yeah. whiskey, get rid of the rum, get rid of the whiskey. Give me that Give tequila. Give me that shit. Give me that shit. Tequila. What about you, Leo? It is super, super sweet. Like It is I've sweet, right? I've like a tequila that's actually sweet. It's yeah. Like, I agree with you. Like, like the actual plants and then it just like burns afterwards. <laughs> but this one's pretty sweet. It's, uh, oh, would, speak more into the mic because I can... Mm-hmm. But um, I was going to say, to me, it kind of reminded me of almost like port wine. It was like wow, yeah. almost like raisiny, pruny, shit like that. Yeah, very raisiny. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, if, if, if you like the, uh, the effects of tequila, by that I mean it doesn't give you that much of a hangover compared to like the heavier, grainier alcohols, right? Uh, tequila, uh, this is a good one to go with because some tequilas, like the Jose Cuevo, not to throw dirt in their name or, you know, cacti juice. But um, it's not as smooth as the tequila anejo. Yep. Yeah, and, very and, much and so. It, it kind of sounds like Danny Trejo. So Yeah, it, see? Anejo Trejo, Anejo Trejo. Mm-hmm. Say that fi- like 15 times. I'm a big fan of alliteration. And uh, if I'm not to be that's mistaken. That's not what alliteration is, but that's no. what I love about you. Hell yeah. If I'm up to uh, be mistaken, I think Luis's favorite alcohol is tequila. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Luis, uh, what's your favorite style of tequila? Have you ever had this one or heard about it? Never heard about it. Never even came across it. Um, but, no, I absolutely do love tequila. I think it's probably my go-to behind gin. I think those are usually my two go-tos. But what I was really interested in the bottle, specifically from you guys, is because we, we try to do our research and look up everything, and there was no reviews on any of the typical websites we find. So you guys are saying it's sweet. That's kind of interesting coming from a tequila because even like the high-end stuff that I've tried, like the, the Classe Azul and anything else, like I you don't get those notes of sweetness. You get the punch that is the agave, and then you know usually that, that aftertaste of a little bit of burn. Yeah. And it burns like the ring of fire. A little bit of Johnny Cash in my mouth right now. You, you know what What this kind of tastes like after like my third or fourth taste? Mm-hmm. You know how um, you can make an old-fashioned out of like a Yeho tequila? That's kind of what this tastes like. Like an old-fashioned in a bottle. You know what I mean? Get out of town. You can make old-fashions with tequila? Yeah. What is that called? It's called a Oaxacan old fashioned, but like oh, okay. typically you would also add some mezcal, but you can leave that out if you want. I thought um, it was going to be like a South of the Border Manhattan or something no. like that. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. I like that. But yeah, very sweet. Like, yeah, te- definitely like on the sweeter side, but super smooth. Super smooth. I mean, personally, I'm not a big fan of tequila, right? Because this has always been a gin. I like to feel awful when I wake up. All right. I like to like yeah. really, you know, sit in my regrets. 
And uh, you do wine? What do you do? Beer? Gin? Gin? That's not bad though. Beef eater? London dry gin? Well, oh. that, it's, it's not. It's not bad for hangovers. It's just because it has a higher ABV, so you're like mm-hmm. drinking like probably like fifteen percent more than you would. Oh yeah, and like with tequilas, my go-to was the uh, Espen Espan. Espalon. Espalon. And this is knocks it in the dirt, dude. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. yeah. I thought Espalon was the top tier. No way, man. There's a whole different universe. Espalon is decent, but not compared to, no. I remember for the Halloween party, I had a bottle of Espalon. Mm-hmm. I was passing it around. And everybody turned it down. Everybody's <laughs> not doing good. I don't Why? want that shit even near me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I consider Espalon pretty decent. Like, it's a pretty, like, all-natural tequila. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. You have it, and you're like, oh, this isn't like Costa Cuervo. This isn't sweet at all. Like it's just, it it just burns, you know, just 100 percent fucking yeah. packs a bunch. It uh, clears yeah. that phlegm out. I'll take the tequila with the high fructose. But going corn back syrup. to, uh, we gotta appreciate tequila right over. Go on, Luis. Yeah, go. Going back to not feeling hungover what, during Christmas, we bought like a premier. Uh, I don't know what you call the bigger bottles. I always forget. But the bigger bottle of, uh, um, what was it, Casamigos? Mm-hmm. Just Casamigos Silver, which is like an okay tequila. Like, it really just does well because of the name. And, I mean, I drank like a motherfucker. Both me and my fiance got hammered during Christmas and then <laughs> felt fine the next day. Felt way better than we should have. Like, <laughs> didn't wake up with a hangover. A little bit of a stomachache because we ate so much, but no hangover whatsoever. Damn. It was nuts. That makes sense. I mean, if you guys really think about it, historically speaking, our, like, ancestors must have been getting stupid fucked up of, like, cacti, and then waking up, like, being ready to be invaded by a different tribe or, like, by wild leopards or whatever. I don't know that they were distilling things. I think that that was, like, a a product of, like, colonialization. I think, I think, but I'm just guessing. There is actually proof that... Uh, the Mayans, the or the uh, Mo, I think the Mayans. Oh, uh, what? What's the other tribe name with the M? My Me- oh, Mexica. Mexica. Yeah, it's some M one, but they would uh, distill beer, and okay. they would like. All right, they then would, you, they would, I might be totally wrong. They would yeah, hold the fermentation distillation of blue agave has been traced back to over a thousand Whoa, years. look at yeah. you by the Aztecs, bro. Look at you, Aztecs. Yeah, there we go. Some, God, and it's one of those pulque. Tribes. It wasn't tequila; it was just pulque. That's beautiful. Pulque. And the, you know what's cool? They used to hold it to the uh, to the you know cheers. You know how we do it like that, right? Yeah. They used to hold it up to the sky because they believed the sun would give it like make it taste better and like you know like give oh, it that's the full cool. taste. Yeah, so, that's like, cool. You know, in all throughout the history, different cultures always have like a different meaning for cheers and all that yeah. stuff. So, you know, our ancestors drinking uh, different drinking rituals as well. Dude, like, they're partying that's something up. You just said it's like the movie El Dorado. They were playing that soccer ball game probably and. <laughs> They're waiting for uh, El Conquistadors to come and mess them up. God damn it. You fucking asshole. Yeah, but like, yeah, they used to make pulque out of it. And then when the Spanish came, they started realizing like, oh, you can make tequila on a larger scale. But, you know, tequila's probably going to go extinct soon. They were probably like really confounded when they had like the tequila. and was like, wow, this is delicious. How can this be? They don't know what God is. There's also (laughs) a fun fact. There's a lot of additives that are allowed to be added to... um, Tequila. If it doesn't say like 100% blue agave, mm-hmm. there's a chance that there's like additives in there. Like wow. they add like vanilla extract and shit like that. Oh, they try to make it sweeter on purpose instead of natural? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, Yuck. sometimes. So you have to like look out for your brands and shit. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't the actual plant? It's also like, like the number one. 
Oh, number one what? The, the actual plane design? I'm actually more interested in that. It has to do with climate change, right? No, it's because it takes like 10 years for one agave to grow, but like it's like the most sold spirit in the world. Yeah. They don't got time to be growing, like yeah. waiting 10 years. So they're, I was like, gonna that's say, why they're adding more, yeah, and more additives on. and just like making the flavor of tequila instead of actually being from agave. That's true. That's wow. also true. Because the market is like demanding so much fucking product. And like they only grow in one state of Mexico and that plant takes like 10 years to mature to be able to make it into tequila. I might just want to build a time machine just to get back and get a, like authentically drunk <laughs> with the like, purest tequila yeah. ever. <laughs> you guys don't know from my time, this is garbage. This is pure. <laughs> you don't know how lucky you have it. What, your family died of measles? Trust me, this is much better. <laughs> This is actual tequila. <laughs> There's no vanilla in here. Getting off the tequila thing, though, um, and getting to one of the other subjects we were supposed to talk about, boys, boys, boys. Boys, How, how boys, do you feel boys. about, like, all the recent um, talk by, whether that be politicians or just, like, in the air about, uh, like, porn regulation and basically, like, applying sort of, like, filters or... Shit like that, depending on what state you live in. I personally, I feel like this is a sign from like above, like some like otherworldly spirit is like talking to me and saying, "Phil, you're making a right decision." This year, one of the like I said before, I've been trying to ease off porn, and uh, the beginning of the year, I deleted all my porn tabs, and I had like about twenty four. Luis, bro, you're gonna love this. This motherfucker kept his like porn tabs on his phone, dude. Oh yeah, (laughs) you're aware. No, he, he he told me that. He actually shared them with me, but I refused <laughs> to look at any of them. But yeah. It was literally just him and I, too. It was awesome. Because, you know. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like recorded or anything. He was just telling me personally. Like, yeah, <laughs> I had 26, 26 different. And I'm like, why don't you, like, wouldn't you remember some of them? Or wouldn't you, like, keep it in a me? notes like, tab, no, bro? It, like, it saves me the trouble. And I'm like, how bad do you have to nut? It's a quicker I step, right? Instead of maybe. looking that up, pull it up right there. <laughs> Bro, I'm trying to speed run my my little sessions, man. Sometimes you only got five minutes, right? You gotta, yeah. you gotta, you gotta Dude, five minutes. He doesn't have that kind of luxury. <laughs> you know, people always talk about like, oh, trying to find that video that they remember from that one time. It's like Phil never lost it. It was always there. <laughs> it's backed up in some hard drive. But uh, no. How is that going then? How is like weaning yourself off of that going? Now that I'm older, it's really funny. But like, I kind of did have a problem with like just. I mean, as is obvious, as I'm saying, I had 24 incognito <laughs> tabs. But um, at one point when I was seeing that Malaysian chick, right, I had a laptop and I had a bunch of my like. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, I had a bunch of my porn. Saved up in a different folder <laughs> and all this stuff, and uh, she right, went through you're my like laptop. You're like a squirrel in the winter, bro. <laughs> and like, okay, so here's your the mistake thing. was not labeling the folder. The folder should have said "not porn, do not <laughs> look here." I had just too much trust, but then again, it, like I said, now that I'm older, I can look back and like look at it like, wow, that is actually an issue. That is like, yeah, it really warps your mind. And like, like you said, I'm like a squirrel. Like, I will never experience this pleasure outside of this one video. I got to save it forever. <laughs> and uh, that's, I mean, like, 
you know, I was a young, I was a young bachelor back then. You were a young warthog at that time. Oh yeah. And before I met her, I just had a bunch of porn saved on my computer and like good porn, like four four K quality. That production. Dude, you, had, you had 4K back then? No, you did not. Like the story was written out, fleshed out. Oh, There's yeah. characters, right? Johnny <laughs> Sins was a popular guy. Did I think then? Scorsese directed some of those? <laughs> it was really. This it, shit was like A24 films. <laughs> you had to rewatch some of them. Like, damn, what the fuck, dude? I remember those Avatar parodies. <laughs> but uh, you know, I just had a bunch of porn, and like, I mean, most of it was like my typical stuff, like stepmom and like i was really into moms back then so you really wanted that mommy yeah yes yes so how are you how like how has it come full circle to you wanting to get off oh i mean it's just the fact that like i don't have a laptop saved with a bunch of porn now but i had a phone just like like i said ready to go and you get once you get to an age you look back on it and it's like i'm just wasting my time you only get certain amount of nuts in your life, <laughs> and you know there's no point Could in wasting. Tell it. the audience and all of. Us I don't think room. that's true. You, bro. How many phones do you? That's a good thing about being a guy. You get yeah. you I think there's like stories of like eighty year olds having kids. Yeah, but eighty year olds don't have three phones. Like Luis was saying, I currently have three phones at the moment. That's true. Uh, they, they just get a new phone too. Yeah, and you already had twenty four on there. Oh no no no! no, 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 no. My my current oh, phone. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. My new phone. No, no, that's work. Leo, have have the mic be more in your face. That's that's pure Ooh. work, baby. Hey, hey. So I mean, to, as my personal story, you know, hopefully I can share with people and they can relate if you are going through it. Like, that's, you know, ease off of it. In there Louisiana, is a lot of people going through that similar problem, specifically young men. You it know? sounds like the whole state of Louisiana is going through the issue of like they need to like require ID. Bro, it sounds like the the Christian youth minister like became the fucking governor of Louisiana or some shit if they like enact that. I mean, I'm not against sex work or whatever, right? Yeah. And like demonizing, you know, like progressive sexual activity. But kids are kids. Maybe you should be at least twenty one to like, Yeah, yeah. I mean, I get that. Like I totally get that. To waste your your your, your gunk on yeah. a couple of socks and Do you, you, know. you guys know what the number one category right now across the world is? What is it? Or not even across the world, but specifically like the number one growing uh, trend is actually uh, incest across like Jesus every Christ. state, is it across really? like every site. Yeah. So how, think, how uh, long has that been a thing? I is that like a new development or has that been a thing for a while? It's got to be yeah, COVID. New development. Yeah, exactly. It's got to be because of the pandemic. It's got to be because everybody had to be forced up to lock in to, with their family. People are moving back home. They're like, damn, my cousin's kind of... What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I've been away for like 10 years. What the hell happened? So they're Dude, all where going, did I recently hear that joke? They're, 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 all, they're all going on their phone and like... I believe it, though. It's the pandemic. That's the issue. Yeah, where yeah, where like you're only around like one other example of the opposite sex. So like... I mean, lads, when I was in my heyday, I think back then it was like, I was just in the in the, the, the cuppuses of the milk porn and all that stuff. So, Dude, I mean, the, you had Asians You were in the golden era of that, yeah. of that style. Bro, Li- Lisa Ann, <laughs> she was like the... She was like the Scarlett Johansson of like movie stars back now then. Now everything is censored, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Louisiana. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think there's some benefits to it. What do you think, Luis?
No, I think it's good. I think it definitely warps the young man's mind. I think it's uh, the biggest problem with it is the easy access to it mm-hmm. and the perception that these people are just like toys to the, to the you know, to the naked eye. But overall, like I think that visualization of like these people is waning less and less just because like you see some of these artists go on podcasts and like explain like oh it's just a character i'm playing like i actually hate myself in those scenes and stuff like um riley reed for example she was in a couple of david dobrik's blogs i don't know if you guys ever watched uh david dobrik but he was like putting the camera on her face and was like do you want to have sex with my friend and then like forces her to her room and then she talks about how she was super uncomfortable the whole time she was like forced to do it but because these guys have a perception of her like being this like I'll fuck anybody kind of girl, mm-hmm. they put her in that situation, make her feel super uncomfortable, and like kind of led to a little bit of SA, which is not cool. And so I think it's good. I think it's good that uh, there's some restriction to it, and there should be way less access to it. But we can't also be like, oh, this isn't like it should be a little bit more normalized for like sex workers and stuff, but not to the extent of like everybody with a phone can easily access it. And I think it's on the family too. Like, you know, kids shouldn't have access to it. I think that comes down to the parents, mm-hmm. like the government being like, this is restrictive. Like, well, it kind of starts at home too. Like you got to be able to put child locks on all that stuff. Honestly, that's, that's beautiful. You should run for Senator, you know, like have the government be your daddy. You could be our daddy. <laughs> well, you know, if this doesn't work out, I think I, I think I know where to go. <laughs> Hell yeah. I mean, uh, I, I, in I other news, mm-hmm. please continue. I would say out of the four of us, like the one that's probably most likely to going to have kids is going to be the two of you. Well, I think, honestly, I take that back. It might be Leo. Dude, it's going to be Leo, bro. <laughs> bro. They're Leo yeah, and Jesse Leo. all the time. They're lovebirds. They can't they keep can their hands kids. off each other. Mr. Mr. Netflix and chill over here. <laughs> You're going to be PBS and chill in, in, a, in a couple of years. No, that's too much stress having dude. I don't know, like the internet does like kind of freak you out because like yeah, it's easy to say like, oh yeah, you know, you take care of your kids, but like dude, I remember being like thirteen mm-hmm. and like being like, Oh, let me have a Facebook. Opening that shit up and like be like funny video and then you see someone's head green blown off all on Sunset. Oh, oh <laughs> shit, dude. And you're like messing with your mind, not even knowing what you're seeing. Like then, you're, then your whole life changes forever from there. You're like, damn, it's a dark world. Remember like yeah, all, bro, all, all those like, terrorist videos? Yeah, the early yeah. days of Facebook and YouTube. Where, uh, like, the beheadings cartel and shit. Videos too. They're, they're, like, yes. The cartel beheadings? Yeah, they, that should like, change my life. Uncensored. Like, yeah, you would see that. You'd just be thinking like, it would just be like something random, be, like unfun- like funny video. And all of a sudden, like, it'll be quick too. It'd be like, it wouldn't let you like close it out. And all of a sudden, before you know, Yo, then, yo, but... Are you are we are we worse people for it? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, I understand the porn. Yeah, we're all the yes. dead bodies. The porn, yes, but like, are we worse for the gore? Like, cause like sometimes like you explain something like that. Oh yeah, they used to have beheadings and like to like some normie, mm-hmm. and like they'll they'll have no idea, you know. Like, so what's How worse? How graphic it was. Yeah. So what's worse? Like. Flying blind or knowing about it? And Dude, well, the funny thing is, like, recently the other day I, like, saw, like, a video about it. And it's, like, teenagers, like, seeing that for the first time. It's, like, they're, like, laughing with their friends and stuff. But deep down, they knew they were messed up for life. <laughs> <laughs> they started changing. Because, honestly, it was, like, a messed up era. Because, like, you would see that. And then you'd be thinking about that for weeks and weeks and weeks. And Dude, just, like, Worldstar has some fucked up shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, Live League too. Yeah, Live League, Live yeah. League. World Star, Live League. Those yeah. people going around doing crimes on purpose, saying World Star, <laughs> <laughs> just knocking dudes out and like you know. Oh, but you would see some massive stuff early on the internet. Like it wasn't even on purpose. It was not like you were looking that up. It was just like mm. people started like randomly sharing. And it's like damn, dude, that's messed up. And then you're just sitting there like questioning your whole life. Yeah, dude, like, Luis, you were a little bit more like like older and just like a year or two though. It's not that much. Um, did you like what did you see like during your youth growing up with the internet that was like fucked up? You saw the Twin Towers, didn't you? You were there, Ground Zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I, but I think the more interesting uh, question is how I met Osama. <laughs> uh, how, I, how I got there in the first place. Um, yeah, I, I mean, since to you guys, it's nothing like crazy, but like I do remember. The BME Paint Olympics and like who the Paint like, Olympics, like bro? Eleven, bro. The Paint Olympics were like I didn't even know you could do you could do that if you're down to Italia. Um, Never tell, tell people what that is for people who don't know. Like, um, <laughs> kind of uh, self-explanatory. It was the the Paint Olympics, so like you'd have different men specifically just upload them like the craziest thing that they could do to themselves so like one that i remember was somebody put like a like a screw through their like directly through their dick like directly down through it um yeah um but then there's like uh i think it's like two guys one jar or something but somebody broke like a glass jar in his asshole yep that's the one i was um, thinking about too story yep, yep. Jesus. That one was not good. Uh, I saw that, that one. Like, uh, but people would be stapling the balls and all that yeah, stuff. That oh, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Dude, early internet. Or uh, mm -hmm. there was there was one that was like really messed up called like uh, uh, Two Guys, One Sandbox. And so they took like, uh, we should like put like a hard like sensor, like cringe alert. Like for everybody listening, skip maybe like two minutes. Um, yeah, just a heads up because it was like pretty bad. I mean, not that the last few, not that the last few weren't bad, but like <laughs> the one that I recall vividly was somebody would like took took like one of those like um they almost looked like a mouse, you know, but like it, it was a it, it's a female um pleasure toy, and they were like putting it through um a guy's pee hole, and then the dick just like split open. Oh. Wait, what yeah, the fuck? That one was pretty bad. Yeah, they have like little they like took a pocket pussy. Yeah. No, not a pocket pussy. They have like little like no, rabbits. No, 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 you know, no. like th there's like these like little bunnies. Yeah, right? like they're like they're like it's portable. Like the your thumb. Like it's like mm -hmm. yeah. I yeah. never knew what it was, and then like I saw oh, this girl who who brought her with her, and I was like, "What is this?" She's like, "Oh, that's my vibrator." And I was like, "It's a rabbit." She's like, "Yeah, it's portable." And I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> it's and just then, a little it, dude. It's a little thing. Yeah. God, man, I feel bad for your wife. <laughs> but it's uh that's kind of <laughs> they just put it <laughs> they just put it through and uh yeah dude the, the dick like i mean it like exploded mm -hmm. um yeah that one was good and uh there's also that thing called the gauntlet right. people can Oh yeah, yeah. Let's let's yeah. We're done yeah. with this. We, we were you know that's yeah. We're done with the gore. That's the scary part though, because you know we're much older now, and we caught it right at the beginning. Yeah, I can only imagine what the kids are going through now. What their BME Pain Olympics is, they probably got war footage same of the stuff. Ukraine and. Well, I think they've made it a lot harder to find that kind of stuff yeah, too, though. Because like I, I don't remember the last time I was just like scrolling through Facebook and something like that's that. That's true. Or even like YouTube, dude. Early days of YouTube, people would get away with a lot. I and like, yeah, I'm pretty sure you can still find it, but it's like a lot harder than what it was. Because like, dude, like that would be like a front page. You'd be like, oh, what the hell is this? All of a sudden, like, 
all you see is like a car driving by and someone getting shot and the driving away it's like what the hell what did i just watch <laughs> or Why like a half popular? a head blown off shit like that yeah they're like or like like one time i clicked on one it's like oh what is this this guy sitting on his couch also he pulls out a gun shoots himself the body just laying there and i'm like Jesus Christ. What the hell? And then, like, now we all wondering why we all have anxiety and depression. Bro, <laughs> my, my old YouTube algorithm used to be, like, dude smoking giant things of weed. Like, all right, everybody, we're going to do a dab test. And then just doing, like, they're testing different waxes. And, like, oh, this makes it takes like honey. And, like, now that you can't smoke on YouTube. You can't? No. Dude, yo, low-key, no. guys. Um, I think we're going to have to find an alternative to YouTube. Because, like, mm. they demonetize swearing, bro. Oh yeah, they, they just passed a new law or new regulation or rule. Like you can't even like say you can say shit. Yeah, and other like, r- other words. That's like every fucking <laughs> comedy f- thing, you know. Oh, yeah. Like I genuinely don't know a clean one. Like, nope. Personally, at least that where they wouldn't say a little, at least a little shit, you know. Even Doctor Phil swears, and he's on Prime Two. He's on Prime Two, Dougie. But maybe the Louisiana law was right. That maybe eighteen is the age, like to verify. Uh, you know like, what? They should make it thirty. Uh, Shut up! They <laughs> should make it thirty. If you're in twenties, you gotta you gotta put your nose to the grindstone. No porn. You still got another few years to figure it out. Yeah. You know, hopefully, who else has a few more years to figure things out? Uh, Darian Hamlin. Demar Hamlin. Demar Hamlin. Yes. Damar Hamlin, the guy from the uh, w- w- Buffalo what? Bills. Buffalo Bills, uh, what runner? He, no, he Linebacker? was a um, he was a safety for the Buffalo Bills that tried um, tackling. I believe it was T. Higgins in the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, it was. right. Um, and um, there was a freak accident. It looked like a very normal tackle. It didn't look like extremely violent or anything. Mm-hmm. But uh, the runner ran it right into his chest and caused like this freak uh, heart incident. Uh, coleus carditis or some shit like that mm-hmm. where if you get hit in like the right uh, section of the rhythm of your heartbeat like the, and it's only it only takes milliseconds it, like to it only stays in that section for milliseconds mm-hmm. uh, it can like kill you um, and it's very it's a common not common but it's happened in hockey and baseball but it's never been seen in the NFL mm-hmm. and you would think you would see it because like people run into each other's chest all the time oh yeah but yeah and he was he was dead on the field like oh he was he was dead he got resuscitated oh they CPR him his, he had cardiac arrest bro his Ooh, heart they stopped they had to CPR and they used yeah. the later his heart stopped and his heart stopped when he got to the hospital as well so they had to bring him back twice um, but apparently he's like doing a lot better and yeah. he was speaking to some of his uh family so he was holding hands and yeah. they were saying prayers for him and so all that the, stuff. if he can do that that's like already a lot that's oh. a lot that's a lot think of the health insurance that he's gonna get from this this is i don't i mean I don't long-term know, disability maybe or this he could be back I you know, this happened before be yeah, yeah he'll be back <laughs> i think he would rather be playing and have his health you know. uh, different mentalities here. There's there, there's always two sides to every every uh. You Dude, you're like you're like lucky, from, from king of the hill, bro. You're like I, I'm just looking for a place to slip. I slept on little peepee. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but um, I guess like when I saw this, um, I would it, it just made me think of overall like the reaction by the NFL, how mm-hmm. they canceled the game. Yeah. And they, uh, which is like pretty commendable. And all the uh, other players were like, 
mortified. Yeah, just like they, watching they, a they, live yeah. person die. Exactly. Exactly. Like everyone was because I was watching the game live. Everybody mm-hmm. was like so confused because at first they hadn't canceled the game. They just said, "Yeah, you get five minutes to warm up." <laughs> and they're they're like, "What the hell?" <laughs> so the coaches met with the refs. They're like, "No, we're going back to the locker room." And then they left. And then like they were still in the locker room, and they finally said, "All right, we'll cancel the game." <laughs> yeah. Oh wow! So it was almost like a because nobody knew player what to do. coach decision. Yeah, because nobody not knew what to do. To play. Yeah, they were still like literally on the field, like crying. Some of the players, and then like the refs came up. It's like, well, we don't really have any rules for this, but the only rule we see is like you get five minutes to warm up. <laughs> and then they're like, what? The- <laughs> This uh, don't let it happen again, boys. Go on, get after. Go on. Don't let it happen again. God damn, you got a that's game to win. <laughs> Go on, have fun. Remember, we're, we're like here showing to have fun. the close up of their face. They're like balling. Dude, their every, eyes yeah, like, every player was fucking balling, dude. Like, oh, dude they literally just saw their teammate die. They're not even sure if even he makes it to the hospital. He's in live because he was like dead. Damn. So that like opens up the conversation about like some other on field deaths. You know, like this is the, literally the best segue because like the reaction to everybody crying and like we need to stop this is the complete opposite of what happened in wwe yeah that like they did they did not follow protocol so to fill everybody in uh everyone's familiar with bret hart bret hart is like one of the you know the staples of a wrestler he's a hall of famer right yep hall of famer and multiple different companies of wrestling bret the hitman hart dude he had like the coolest fucking figurine Yeah. yeah his figurine had like a little like shades and a little pink leather jacket and his catchphrase is so like he's the best there is the best there was and the best there ever will be unfortunately for his brother that did not apply to him so the hart family a, a legacy family in canada his uh bret hart and owen hart both in the in the, in the same timeline of like wrestling they're both in the same companies and uh, owen hart was starting to get popular you know he was being seen as a main eventer as someone and as the same type of caliber as his brother because he's always lived in the, in the shadows of his brother, right? Of Bret Hart, who is like the best wrestler. Everyone praises him. Owen Hart seemed like the, the comedic relief out of the two. And uh, he started to get more of a push, being seen more serious. Uh, they were, uh, he was going to be the opening match of a pay-per-view in 1996. Uh, can you look up what pay-per-view it was? I think it was uh, Over the Limit, right? And um, yeah, Owen Hart, they had a whole stunt with him to like, you know, successfully glide down from the rafters with like a bungee. They've done this multiple times with like Shawn Michaels, my personal favorite, uh, Sting. Everyone, it's Sting. You know, everyone like loves the, Sting. The Rock the, Star? No, the 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 the. Yeah, was it Over the Edge? Over the Edge. Yep. And uh, what, what year was that? Ninety six or ninety nine? Ninety nine. Ninety nine. Yeah. No. And uh, Sting, he's like the guy that's dressed like the crow. Everyone loves him. Yeah. Pull up Sting quickly. I just oh, it's see fine Sting. though. Go on about I, Owen. I love seeing Sting. But yeah, he was supposed to uh, glide down from the rafters, and uh, there was a malfunction. And like instead of you know being harnessed to the uh, to the rope, he just fell straight to the ring, died at impact. And um, yeah, it happened right in the beginning. It was like over a hundred feet, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this it's in a it's an arena. You know, these they're they're playing on these like, especially in the nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, this is the heyday of like the Rock. Bret oh Hart. yeah, yeah, yeah. People love WWE, right? Yeah. yeah. So they're so they're selling out the in like golden era, and it was a pay per view too. So they're opening this up. He falls down. He's dead. Essentially, they they, they don't know right away he's dead, but like it, he took a nasty fall. The commentators are like, you know, they're good. Everyone t- tours together. They all ride together. So they're all friendly with each other. So like they just saw like their coworker die. Yeah. Essentially. And uh, they take him to the back, and then uh, there was a call by Vince McMahon that we gotta let the, we gotta go on with the show. 
Yeah. And uh, they start off with like the first couple of minutes. Like, we wish our best wishes to uh, Owen Hart. Hopefully, you know, speedy recovery. And then like the uh, Jr. Who's yeah, still commentating. Cowboy. Yeah. By God, it's a novice locker. The Texas draw. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's got cerebral palsy. God bless his soul. Oh, really? I thought it was just a southern accent. No, no, that's he. He speaks that way because of his uh, disability. <laughs> um, but <laughs> uh, no, but uh, it was pretty sad. And the protocol was to commence with the pay per view, and all the wrestlers, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, talk about it in his book because he was good friends with Owen Hart. Owen Hart broke Steve Austin's neck. Steve uh, Stone Stone Cold Steve Austin. Is famous for like breaking his neck with a nasty pile driver, taking the summer to recover, and coming back as like the biggest guy ever. Like everyone's wearing three sixteen and like, yeah, fuck my boss because he's like you know giving the stunner to his you know, Vince McMahon. I hate my boss too. Uh. And uh, yeah, it was pretty sad because like Stone Cold was the big guy at that time. He's going out there like, you know, with tears in his eye because his you know best friend. He doesn't know if he's alive or dead. People are like, holy fuck, we shouldn't be performing. Yeah. And he died. But they kept performing. They kept and that's performing. what's important, guys. That's what's important, that you keep the show going. Yeah. And it, it, if uh, if it brings up... They did the same thing at a soccer match. Where? Well, oh. uh, talk about that, Luis. Who died? Uh, when? This was, in, uh, this was in 2020 at the European uh, Championship. Oh, no. And uh, you're, talk- a you're talking about... A Danish like, player by the name of Christian Eriksen. The largest, like... This isn't like a amateur league or anything. This is like pro pro, like the no, largest no, no. shit. Yeah, this the highest is, tier, right? Yes, correct. Okay, this cool. Was at the, uh, yeah, so the World Cup just happened. So besides the World Cup, there's also um, region tournaments among nations. So there's like one in North America, South America, Europe, Asia, Africa, and for the one in Europe that took place in 2020, um, there was a Danish player, Christian Eriksen, as I just mentioned. Uh, and I think it was like within the first uh, 15 minutes of the match against Finland, he had the same thing, except no injury happened to him. Like he was just running and then his heart stopped, fell over. And the defender, Simon Kier, actually ran over to him to make sure he was okay. He thought maybe it was just an injury, realized what was happening, gave him CPR. Then the captain of the team. That was the captain? Um, the goalkeeper, Kasper Schmeichel. No, the the captain ran over the the goalkeeper, Casper Schmeichel, uh, ran over, realized what was happening, and told the entire team of Denmark to surround him, so that if he did pass away, that his last few moments weren't like televised to millions of people yeah. who were watching. Damn. So that's uh, thankfully super he was rushed to the hospital. Yeah, he was rushed to the hospital, and then he he lived. He's he's alive. He took I think a, a, a I believe a calendar year off, and then made a small comeback at Brentford in the Premier League, and is actually now playing some of his best soccer for Manchester United, which is like, you know, two years, three years later, and this whole thing happened, and you know, thankfully he survived. So, um, hopefully the same thing happens for um, I don't want to mispronounce his name, but the NFL player. Hamlin, Demar, yep. Demar mm-hmm. Hamlin, yeah. So hopefully the same thing happens to him, you know, with with today's technology and you know the recovery that these guys are able to to provide. Hopefully the same thing. Yeah, we we like to give a quick shout out, quick cheers to good old uh, the the hamster, 
Mr. Yeah, the hamster. Mr. The ha- hamster. Mr. Hamster himself. The hamster himself. Damar. Damar. Hey, we're all praying for you, buddy. We're all thinking about you. Mm-hmm. Dude, that, that actually reminded me of, like, one of my, uh, like, most memorable sports, uh, like, memories as a, as a teenager. Um, there was this one uh, wide receiver for the Bears that got mm-hmm. folded like a chair, dude, um, and had a spine injury. Where like he he went limp on the on the field, but the the way it happened was essentially he went in catching like an in cutting route or a slant something where he's like going right into the the defense mm-hmm. and he cut, had caught the ball and he was running with it and then um there was he fumbled it and like dove in for it and there was like a three hundred pound dude like a defensive lineman uh, who also dove in for it. And essentially, as they both dove in, his mass is obviously a lot more and literally folded him in half, like, oh. at the waist. Yeah, yeah. And he was, like, one of my favorite, like, players ever. And he had to retire after that, obviously. Holy Because shit. he got folded like a chair um, by, like, this 300-pound monster. And, yeah, like, it's just, like, these guys, like, really, like, put it all on, out on the field, you know? Like, you can fucking die and, like, change your life. You know what's crazy? Like, even earlier this year, and it was also with the Bengals when they were playing the Dolphins, mm-hmm. and then Tua got a concussion. And he got and another his one. his hand was spasming, though. Yeah. I remember seeing that one, too. When, like, dude, he got hit, and, like, at first I thought that was bad, like, before, like, the whole DeMar one. Where, yeah. Like, they had to stop the whole game, but, dude, he was down for, like, 10 minutes, and his hand was spasming. He couldn't move his body. Dude, Tua got another one recently, yeah. and, oh like, they're saying that he's probably done for the year, but I don't know. That's honestly so scary to think about because, like, sometimes when I pee, I fart, and, like, I do, like, a little <laughs> shake. And, like, my I scare myself when I, like, oh, I can't control yeah, it. And then they always say, like, oh, we'll stop showing <laughs> the injury after they already showed every angle. Like, I remember seeing that one. Like, they showed him get hit, and then he just went, like, his hands were, like, spasming. He was on the yeah. ground. He couldn't move. And they kept showing it different angles. Like, dude, just stop. <laughs> just stop. He traumatized He's got family. Yeah, He's probably got, got kids. family. Like, they don't even know if he's going to be paralyzed or not. Like, mm-hmm. Damn. Oh, wait. Uh one last thing to, to kind of end the note on, like, sports and whatnot. Yeah. Did you Break guys see about Dana White, how he hit his <laughs> wife <laughs> over New Year's? Dude, what a fucking fool. Who does that in public, bro? Yeah, especially in 2022. Who does that? Like, yeah. Even if they hit you, then, like, you don't fucking hit them back in public. What? Oh, yeah. you st- in public. I said that in public. Like, you do hit them in private. <laughs> but no. No, you just, like, you're a fucking 300-pound monster, dude. Oh, like, yeah. You do the honorable thing. You... Put her up against the wall, and then you punch the wall, and you say, "Don't do that again." <laughs> you just ruin your drywall. Dude, you just gave all of our female listeners like PTSD from like their <laughs> aggressive fucking boyfriends yeah. that they probably dated. <laughs> I love you. Don't you see what you're doing to me? Don't you see what you're doing to me? My hand hurts now. Does anything happen to the American team soccer coach uh, recently? The USMNT, the United States Men's National Team, conducted an investigation following some allegations from Greg Berthalter. And there was some, the allegation was that he was violent towards his wife. And he, it makes it seem like it, it all did happen because he actually put out a tweet saying, like, my behavior that night wasn't okay. I really apologize. Good luck to the rest of the team. And it was an honor, blah, 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 blah. And there's also some, like, some stuff going on from this World Cup that, like, some players were distraught with him and 
some stuff wasn't all okay. So it just makes it seem like, okay, this clearly had been happening. Um, there are some also former employees that are like speaking up. So it's a private investigation and it's very fresh, very recent. So I'm sure things are going to come up more as they go. And flesh it out, Luis, what did you say the allegation was like, didn't like inappropriate touching or comments or do you know what it was? No, no, no. Violence towards his wife. Ah, uh, fuck, dude. Towards his lady. Oh, I, I was asking and, because you said that there was also, also some other stuff with the employees. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I bet. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It could be, could, could be some more violence. And I know this, like, might not be politically correct, and I might be on the wrong side of history here, but I don't think it's cool to hit women. And I'm just going <laughs> to go out there and say it. I, I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to stand for Bro, it. I love this. I'm ready for the abuse to come my way. Yep. Yeah, like, just, I'm not. I don't you, think it's cool. You know what, brother? Like, I'm going to stand with you on that <laughs> tall, unpopu- unpopular yeah, yeah, yeah. hill and uh, defend that with you, my yeah. friend. Uh, back to back, we will yeah, I mean, uh, fight for uh, our lady friends out there. Hey, let's make sure we're recording and then we'll repeat ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, stop. I don't want to be recorded. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me repeat that again for camera one, camera two, and camera three. <laughs> I stand with women. It's like, was it recording? No, yeah. But no, it's... Uh, the future is female. Hopefully, the outcome is that they do lose their jobs, though. As much as we like to joke here and like say, like, yeah, it's bad to hit, like, you know, beat... Domestic it is ab- fucking bad. Domestic abuse of any type, whether it's female to male, male to female, male to male, female to female, whatever, whatever, is bad, but, like, they might not lose their jobs. They might just continue on with another year and be like, "Oh yeah, remember when Dana White hit his wife? Remember that's, when the- that's Dana White? One. I think yeah, that's the one that's got Dana me White. Fucked I think up. it's safe. You think he's safe? I think so too. Yeah. Damn, he 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 must be like one of the only safe. fucking people in America that can fucking hit his wife in public. Yeah, he's got an excuse. He works for the MMA. No, that's what they do. That's his job, basically. He was just. <laughs> I mean, some could say Chris Brown got away with it too. Yeah, but he's also got an excuse. His music yeah. became better afterwards. <laughs> First, I disagree. I disagree. I think most of his bangers were before he was twenty. I heard like some of his music now. I'm like, damn, this Chris Brown, <laughs> bro. How how are you? I will say the the American coach did already get um, sacked. Let go. So yeah. that one, like, but yeah, investigation started. He got let go. There's a new coach that's actually taken over already. Good. So they're looking for a permanent guy, but. Yeah, the thing about um, the other two guys, they mentioned Chris Brown and Dana White. Like, I, Chris Brown, like, he's probably more successful now than ever. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's and what I was saying. Yeah, Dana. <laughs> Is he? You know, and, yeah, like, bro. How are you gonna hate yeah, if you can't even popularity. get in? What's that? What's that line? How are you gonna hate if you can't even get, get in, in the, the club? club. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Come on, true. man. That's bra- That's easy. But I would have thought like Breezy? his popularity peaked like I don't know eight ten. Years ago, I but you guys think it's now? Because it's he's been like collabing a lot. It's probably helped him a lot that he's been collabing a lot with like Latin artists because he's in a lot of. Oh music. yeah, he's in a reggaeton. lot of music now. Yeah, like, probably. Yeah. It's our it's our culture. We're like, oh, you hit your woman? Come out here, brother. We do <laughs> just, that every other weekend. <laughs> just another Sunday, you know. Yeah. <laughs> God damn, bro. <laughs> Woo. But uh, and I wonder why you can't get girls, Phil. Hey, that's my uh, my toxic Latin passion. Me passion. That's the only Latin thing about you, dude. <laughs> the, to- <laughs> the toxicity, bro. <laughs> the one trait I, I, I forgot to leave behind Maybe. from my ancestors. <laughs> Maybe some ro- arroz con pollo. Should we, hmm. Should we uh, move hmm? on to some more uh, positive news and oh. uh, 
step uh, step ahead instead. One last thing about sports, though. <laughs> I like. I don't know if you guys heard, but I didn't know a lot about driving. But one of the big drivers died. We Ooh. gotta pay respect. Who? Ken Block. Oh, um, fuck. Oh, dude, I forgot to talk about Jeremy Renner. Speaking of driving, oh, yeah. yeah, Ken oh! Block, legend. Ken Block, DC. He was a. Yeah. He was into he was drifting a, and like. I, I saw a lot of people posting about it, and then I was like, you know, it's kind of like interesting, like what he did. What like, was it? Is it NASCAR was, or F one? Um, it was like F- a drifter. F- drifter. Like, oh, so he was like it was and that kind of like pro- like car projects and stuff where they like, built okay. it specifically for that, like rally cars and all that. Mm-hmm. They, they, he did like a lot of stunts for like TVs and movies and like. Oh, all right, all right. The the popularity for these rally cars, uh, yeah. like they they tour America yeah. and like they they sell out. It's like the the cowboy rodeo bullshit yeah. that happens in Chicago, right? It's like those. It's that same, you know, feeling of that. Like these people come here, they got different teams. Like I'm team so and so. I'm like, fuck your team yeah. and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Ooh. yeah, but he was pretty mm-hmm. big in that, and I just yeah, like, he was a monster athlete and DC athlete, so he was like hugely prominent. Like he was like one of the big mascots behind like car racing. God damn! Uh, you said Jeremy Renner had something happen to him too, right? Oh yeah, what a crazy first couple of weeks of January. Uh, Luis, this break this down because when I heard this story, I was like, "Not Hawkeye!" Oh no! That yeah, dude. So Jer- Jeremy Renner lives in a pretty small town, and he would call up like the mayor and just be like, "Oh, does anyone need help? Do you need like?" Because in between movies, he just doesn't have shit to do, <laughs> and so he helps <laughs> out around town. What? Yo, <laughs> what a wholesome crazy. guy! What crazy. a wholesome guy! Yeah. Can we you know, just he also makes point music, that out? Which makes the whole thing. <laughs> he makes music. What kind? Yeah, like, he makes, like, some rock music. Of I remember yeah, one time of course, I, of course. I saw, like, this ad that says, like, oh, listen to his new album. I started listening to him, like, damn, he's. It's, it's not off. bad. You're <laughs> like, it's not bad. Dude, he's gonna, probably going to make metal music now. I'm like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> My limbs are crushed. <laughs> <laughs> From his electric uh, wheelchair. Oh, dude, have you seen the what run it? Okay, uh, let me uh, finish yeah, the story yeah, let this before I, I spoil this. This is so funny. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, the dude, I love Jeremy Renner. Um, I thought the Hawkeye series on Disney Plus is probably one of the best things Marvel has done in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, he's great in uh, the, the not James Bond, but the other one. Um, fuck. Johnny English? Born. born he's, he's great in the Born movie. He's, he's great. He's great overall. He's great in the Hurt Locker. He's great in. <gasps> he is in the Hurt Locker. Possible. Damn, oh, I hell forgot yeah. about that. Fantastic. Kurt Locker is one of my favorite movies. Oh, he's great films. in uh, The Town as well. He's great in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so he uh, got, he was helping somebody out who was stuck, and the plow that he uses wasn't like the ones you see on the street where somebody puts like a snow plow in front of their pickup truck. Like this thing is 14,000 pounds. Yeah. The snow like, cat. This thing is massive. Yeah. And as he was helping somebody out, he noticed that the snowplower was rolling away and he quickly tried to get back into it so that um, he'd like to prevent an accident or like get control of it again. Um, and actually had the thing roll over him and it actually crushed both of his legs. Oh, and damn. He immediately went to the hospital. He's now in stable condition, released the video, said everybody thanks so much for like mm-hmm. the prayers and the messages. But Definitely, everybody that's been um, speaking on his behalf, as well as the doctors, has said like it's a miracle he didn't die. I, I hate to make a joke, but like 
if you think about it, all the training and the method acting he had from the hurt locker, he saw danger. He's like, I know what to do. I'm going to put my body on top of it. He tried to stop the snowplow with his legs, unfortunately. And, you know, because the hurt locker is a bomb diffusion. Yeah. You know, if you got that, you got that. I, I mean, I don't think he tried to stop no, it with we, his we legs. We got the joke. It just. <laughs> I think he just tried to go in there and probably didn't let go in there. (laughs) I know one way to stop this. I've been here before. I don't (laughs) think he was like, I've got this, and then like tripped over his own two feet. Like I don't think that's. No, he laid he laid perfectly Uh, down. I was like, this is for my neighbor. (laughs) No good deed goes unpunished, though. (laughs) Let let that be a record. No good deed goes unpunished, (laughs) and it's crazy because like. Uh, his neighbor was a doctor, right? So, like, the snowplow ran him over, and luckily, because he's oh, so... Oh, yeah, the dude applied a tourniquet or some shit. Yeah, because he's so freaking rich from Marvel that his community is filled with, like, neighbors, surgeons, psychiatrists, just the, the, the most wealthiest people. So he was in pretty good condition. He's in good... He's in better care than I am. <laughs> if yeah. I get hurt, I have to call, like, Primetime or one of the pizza shops. They call an Uber instead of an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> They'll get here faster than an ambulance. Dude, you're still going to pay that Uber cleanup fee, though. Yeah. That's better than the ambulance. But getting, o- getting off of news and shit like that, boys, mm-hmm. how was your New Year? Well, I got my legs. I didn't beat my wife. So I would say a, a 10 yeah, out of 10. Yeah, productive New Year. Uh-huh. Good. Luis, how was your New Year? Did you run over somebody or beat lame. your wife? No, but... I mean, you already uh, told us you drank like half a handle, honest. right? That was on Christmas. Yeah, oh, okay. that was uh, an eventful Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I did drink a lot also on New Year's. Uh, Didn't you also and, have Casamigos? Uh, I saw. I swear to God, I saw you with a, like a video. What's what? Yeah, what, I did also have Casamigos. Okay. Wait, what is that? Casa. Casamigos is like the patron of our generation. Why? It's just like the big name. Yeah. Uh, like. Mid to premium tequila. Is it by the George rapper? Clooney's? It's it's yeah. like George Clooney pro- popularized it. It oh. was George Clooney. Yeah, it used to be his yeah. brand. It was like okay. I gotta check that out. I thought it was like a Migos thing or something, like the rapper. No, was like Casa Migos. Yeah, <laughs> I was like okay. So Migos put out a tequila guys. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> Casa Migos. Okay. Anyways, before you all, bro, why do you always interrupt, Luis? Do you have no respect for him? What's wrong I have with a you? Bunch of respect, Luis. Can you please continue I'll, before my asshole of a friend interrupts you? I was you? waiting for him to talk about how he got into domestic abuse, like Dana White, over the weekend. God, oh, dude, this guy's uh, always uh, trying to get you fired. The silence was so loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this no. guy, dude. God, how many bombs are you gonna drop today, Phil? Hey, I mean, this is a special episode, so... There's a lot. There's a lot, dude. Not only a few, like... Not only a few land, but, dude, you've been, like... Dude, nothing but stinkers, Phil. Like what the, coach the deb- fuck? Yeah, the coach is debating you on putting you on first base. He's like, dude, I I don't think this guy's batting anymore. Yeah, ugh. I might need CPR myself. They're going to put you out on the outfield, dude. They're I'm going to be fainting over here. Come rescue me. Like even that joke, <laughs> like what was that? Come on, man! Give me a little Done. CPR, God damn! Give me that little mouth to mouth. All right, all right, all right, Luis, Luis. Uh, you know it's a shame because I didn't do shit, so it's like all this lead up for nothing. <laughs> so if he had an if he had an interruption, he'd be like, "Oh, well, yeah, that, that's not, that does." That's true. Work. That's no, I just okay. got super drunk. I played a 
a bunch of Uno, like so much goddamn Uno. And actually, the owner and creator of Uno came out and said, you cannot do stacking. So if somebody puts a plus two card and you're the next person and you have a plus two card, you just got to eat those two cards and it's not your turn. Damn. First of all, this is so America. That's something we, we <laughs> yeah. thought about. This is America, bro. <laughs> that's my first I'm amendment. Like, oh, no, my own goddamn This is a wife. democracy. All right. We yeah. make our own rules. The home of the free. <laughs> <laughs> the home of the free. This is my free home. Who the right hell here? is this nerd telling us <laughs> it can't stack? Right? Who's this pencil neck <laughs> dimwit? Damn. <coughs> Wait, so with you being in Madison for like the first New Year's, right? Your first New Year's in your new place and all this stuff. Did the fireworks go crazy? Like, were you like, damn, we yeah, should. Was there anything fun no, going I, on? I, I, like, Madison Center? There, there was a couple of things. Mm-hmm. There was, but we actually did go back uh, near you guys for uh, New Year's Eve and Christmas. Okay, of course, we, of course. It's a time for family. Yeah. Yeah, but we'll, you know, not going to do that again next year. No. I think I'm like. <laughs> fa- I think I'm familyed out. Yeah, I do love my family and everybody, but like. You reach a point where you're like, oh, there's a reason I moved out. Like, <laughs> there's only so much of this I can take. Mm-hmm. You you, so, you overreach your quota yeah, man, of like uh, two a year. <laughs> yeah, you just hear one or two things and you let it fly. And then on the third one, you're like, what did you say? Like, why would you say that? That's super, like, not cool. But yeah, man, I'm actually uh, curious to you what, what you guys did. I know you guys are pretty busy, especially uh, Phil. I had a pretty crazy weekend. I don't know if you want to save me for last. Or yeah, definitely. You're the you're the the cherry on top, homie. I had a very <laughs> uneventful weekend. I I I worked and I was sick and it was not fun. And that's about it. Like I was pretty miserable. Damn, they um, made you work while you. Well, had they didn't sniffles? make me. They didn't make me. I like. Well, like it was like my first fucking event that I was like counted as as like a lead. You know, like. And I was going to call off, like, I can't, you know? Like, I almost felt like I couldn't. So, like, I I just went, I toughed it out, and then I did call off the day after, you know? At least you showed up for the event. Yeah, I showed up for the the main day and shit, but, like, the day after, dude, I had... I have never had as much mucus come out of, like, my head as I did. Like, I had buckets for, like, three days. Damn. It was fucking terrible. Like I, I couldn't breathe out of my nose. Very unfun. So that's how I spent my New Year's. You you potato head out. Yeah. That's what you did. You were Mr. Potato over the weekend. You were exactly. Like, <laughs> getting all that goo out of you. Getting your- it all out. Yeah. Getting it all that out. That one was funny. Uh, that one was your first one that was funny. It only took me almost an hour. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the kind of comedy you get here. You get one laugh per hour, folks. <laughs> Dude, honestly, I've been laughing at your bombs, but Hell I don't yeah. know if everybody else has. I bet you all 28 of our strong people <laughs> laugh at my bombs, too. Yeah. Anyways. What, what, what about you, Leo? Oh, this year was, like, mostly just with family because, like, we were going to go out, but everyone that we were supposed to go out with was either sick or, like, couldn't. They were busy. Like, they either had to work. Like, I know, like, my mm-hmm. brother also had to work all night, too, because <laughs> they're, like, weddings on New Year's, too. Oh, hell no. Fuck that. Those are the worst. Who gets married on New Year's? And there's, like, people that were sick. So everybody's like, oh, we'll just stay in this year. Because the whole week, we're like, yeah, let's go out. And then when Mm -hmm. it came down to it, everybody was sick or busy. So it's like, (laughs) you know, I'll just stay home, eat a lot of food. I was, like, on a couch watching, like, because I know the basketball was on earlier. I was, like, 
I felt so American, just eating food, <laughs> drinking beer on the couch, watching yeah. the game, taking Some a nice nap. cold brew? Hell yeah. All you needed was a slice of apple pie. Yeah, and that's all I needed. That's beautiful. America, baby. What's up? What about you, Phil? Mine was the complete polar opposite. I didn't spend it with, like, family at all. I uh, So I went out with a friend of the cast, uh, Caesar. Uh, it was on episode uh, 50-something or something like that. Magic of Friendship. How did that happen? Uh, Caesar, so... Uh, like I said in the previous episode, I've been going out to a lot of more concerts, right? Because I was bit of a depression at the end of 2021. So I made it my, uh, an effort to go out more, right? So for the uh, for the end of the New Year's, I saw two more things. I saw the best movie ever in theaters. Avatar? Go on. Nope. You know what it was? I'm not even lying. For Puss in Boots. Yes. Puss in Boots of The Last Wish. I saw that movie too. Did great, you really? Great, great movie. Dude, 10, why? A ten it's out of so ten. It's so good. It's like such a good movie. For Is real. there a Bandera still the voice? Yes, Bro, and, he, and he's so good at it. People, I, mm-hmm. dude, like people are saying that he might get an Oscar for it. I doubt it, but like they're like, yeah, shut the fuck up. It's such a good movie. I, like, what's it called? It, uh, people were saying it was better than Shrek Two. Oh, Shrek Two is like a pinnacle of like yeah. animated movies. What's it called? Uh, Puss in Boots: The Last Wish. Yeah. It's like the third, uh, you know. Honestly, there's like the it's like the fifth movie in the Puss and Boots. Yeah, series. I haven't watched any of them. You yeah. don't need to watch any of them. Go watch what? this one. Like, dude, it like it's like dark. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's just, there's some heavy notes. There's a there was a scene like I'm not gonna spoil anything about it because I. Luis is back. Tell him. Luis, did you hear this about Puss and Boots? I heard the whole thing. I heard the whole thing. I did watch Avatar. And Avatar is great, but I definitely do want to watch Puss in Boots. Uh, such a the way good it's movie. been sold, not only by Phil, mm-hmm. but by everybody who's... I've heard so many opinions, like, you have to go watch it. It's like... <laughs> it was rated the higher than Avatar 2. <laughs> it beat Avatar. Yeah, it beat Avatar yeah. too. God yeah. damn, I have to go watch that. The, it Crazy. is such a good movie. You I, I heard it's phenomenal. Because at first I was like, oh, I've seen a lot of good things about it. Let me go mm-hmm. watch it. And then, like, I thought it was, it was like a $5 Tuesday. And I'm like, fuck it, let's go. We showed up and I was over there like, damn. This is the best $5 <laughs> I ever spent. <laughs> Got me questioning my whole life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was crying. That's that scene phenomenal. in the middle, not to spoil anything, but yeah. it's powerful. Definitely, t- it's a good family friendly movie, either with like your loved ones, your you know nieces, nephews, whatever. Take Go out and see it. Yeah, and it's I, funny. I had like so much fun. It was so funny, but at the same time, it was like, they were like talking like, I know it's for kids, but we're talking like a lot of mature subjects. Yeah. More, yeah. Like, yeah. The whole point of the movie is that he's uh, he's a cat, so he's got nine lives. So he's like on his last one, trying to make a count, right? Like that's the whole point of it. Yeah. yeah. And like, it really plays into the uh, the ethnics of morality, and like makes you question, like, wow, we really, in, you know, if you can relate to Boots and Boots, because I was, yeah. I was like, I'm Antonio Banderas. This is just a phase for me too, <laughs> and then like it deals a lot with like other things like that you think about like anxiety and like depression and just like wanting to just like make everything count even though you're just like you can't get closer. Sort of. mm-hmm. But no, it was like a good movie and it was funny too. Like the whole time you're entertained and like the visuals, like dude, it looks so great because like they did it in a way where it's like kind of like a comic book and like a storybook. So some of the fight scenes went heavy. I was like, what is this anime? Is this was, uh, was did Shrek or Fiona make any appearances? So uh, not, that's not, a not, not, yeah, not to spoil it. Never mind. You gotta watch okay. it. Okay, we're, we're gonna. Uh, that's and, all we're gonna and put last the question: uh, What is it on any streaming services? It's in the theaters. Oh, theaters only, and you gotta right watch now, it. Right now, still, you gotta watch it. Yeah. Still, yeah. 
Well, it just came out at, like during Christmas. It came oh, out I around the same time as the Avatar. Out. I didn't know when it came like, out. Like literally, Avatar two Shut came out, fuck. and then Boots and Boots came out. Yeah. People are like, Boots and Boots is infinitely better. All right, I gotta it, go watch it this. It is a good movie. I gotta go watch this. Like, dude, the visuals are so good, and like the music and everything, it like makes it feel like because like there's so much color to it, but there's also like. The way they animate it, where like it'll be moving fast one second, all of a sudden the frames dropping, you're like so intrigued, and you're like, "What oh, the yeah. hell's going on?" It, it goes heavy. So like I, like I said, I was finishing up my the end of the year with Boots and Boots, and then I went out to one more show with a uh, friend of the cast, uh, Caesar. Shout out, shout out. And uh, yeah, we went to a, a basement in Milwaukee. He got like the the details of like this underground show, right? I, I don't know if I should be saying the name of it. But just because you know, only you should probably not because no. like they they probably try to keep it underground no. for a reason. No, hard no. <laughs> well, like don't say the name, but just say what happened. You know. Oh yeah. Don't give out locations. Uh, I'll give it a fake name. I'll call it the Pizza Pal Parlor. It was a catchy name like that. What you don't want to call it Comet Pizza while you're at it? You no, that's asshole. that's. <laughs> That's the QAnon bullshit. Don't ruin my story with your QAnon bullshit. You're the one trying to call, like, allude to it. All right. You know what? We'll, we'll drop the pizza baller. Let's just say the barbershop. Just barber call it Pizzagate. <laughs> <laughs> You're making me happy now. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, no, I, w- I went to the basement show with Caesar. And, um, <laughs> you fucking named it, bro. <laughs> I went to the, uh, the, the, uh, the barbershop. <laughs> there you go. The barbershop. Yeah. I was at the barbershop in Milwaukee. And uh, they had a live show in the in the basement, right? And um, I went there with Caesar, and we were kind of in the back corner of this. And there was this uh, this lady there, right? She had like this weird checkered like sweater. I mean, it wasn't weird if you're watching. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty cool, actually. If I had a, co- if, you know what? I actually liked it myself. I would have <laughs> I would have worn one myself too. But uh, they were talking, and then uh, Caesar mentioned that like, oh, we're from Beloit. And all this stuff. And then she had mentioned that, like, oh, I used to work at the five bar and all this stuff. And, like, I started, like, my ears started perking up. And then Caesar was like, oh, they interviewed uh, the owner of five bar. And she's like, oh, you mean bro taste this? I was like, she brought up bro taste this? Like, all yeah. Caesar had to say was, like, you know, oh, well, you know, they did the interview with five bars. Like, oh, they're bro taste this. What's her- up, dude? And, like, she was behind me, right? So I wasn't, like, p- trying to, like, intrigue in their conversation. As soon as I said, like, oh, bro, taste this, I turned around. I was like, hello. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I'm here. And no, Say but, more. Uh, no, she used to, uh, you know. I'll sign your autograph quick and you got to go. <laughs> I'll sign your baby, your boob, whatever you want. <laughs> Listen, if I do this, everyone else is going to want an autograph. So, I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no pictures, please. Then just walk away. <laughs> no flash photography. <laughs> <laughs> or it'd be like Bad Bunny, take her phone, just throw it away. She wasn't even trying to take a picture. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I'm not even oh yeah, ask. I saw that. Yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna ask. <laughs> I saw that. Hell yeah, that's. A, I should have bad bunny out. I was yeah, like, should I should have like, taken her, her her sweater off and like. And then walked away. Right yeah, it like, and it'll be like cancel, bro. Taste this. <laughs> <laughs> the ten people <laughs> they're trying to cancel. <laughs> Damn. Oh no! I mean, old jokes aside, well, it was it was it was great to have like the interaction with with uh, her. Her boyfriend was part of the band. There was like maybe five or six bands that played that night. It was a big end of the New Year show. So she puts in it like, I, I'd asked her, like, do you mind if we do, like, a thing for the Instagram? Because, like, it's wild to actually meet someone that's not, like, a family or friend or, like, someone I went to school with, like, that actually listens to the podcast. Yeah. So we did a little, like, end of the New Year's thing. And then um, that got popular with, like, just the fact that I'm me. And I had, like, that stupid brown hat on. 
and I was going around and like she put in a good word with me with yeah. her band and like her her boyfriend's in the band and then uh, a couple other bands like oh this guy's pretty cool right uh, there was this band called Bug Moment they are amazing and like their lead singer was like because we're in a basement right and they're like they they were like hanging from like the rafters and it was like Tarzan out I was like what they're gonna go George of the Jungle I was like hell yeah. Uh, no, but the whole night I was going around, you know, making. That's my scene. All those people that are, are theater kids, yeah, 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 yeah literally yeah, like yeah. goth, like punky kids that are away from their family and friends, and they're in some basement. That's my crowd. Yeah, and uh, I had made such a presence there that I got the invite to the after party, which was like two blocks away from the house. And I was like, okay, so I got the deeds on my phone. And I started telling everybody else about the after party. You fucking moron. Why would you do that? I was just in the mood. I was having fun. I was like, you know what, man? You're pretty cool. So I was going around to a lot of people at the party. Granted, I had a little bit of uh, uh, vodka in me at this point, a little high noon. So I was feeling really giddy, right? And uh, I was saying, hey, if I could leave you here with any wisdom, 2022 was kind of shitty, right? 2023, let's make it pretty. They're like, oh, wow. Oh my god, he rhymed! <laughs> oh my god, what the fuck? And um, yeah, no, I just made the rounds with people, and like we're like, dancing and all this stuff, and we're you know we're in moshing, we're making little pits and shooting off fireworks and stuff. But uh, yeah, I got the invite to the after party, and uh, Caesar and I were like, "Is this real? Like, we what what's gonna happen if we just show up, right?" And it got to midnight, and they had. Changed the music to like this like live DJ thing. So at that point, a lot of people started leaving. I was like, okay, we might as well see if the after party is real. And we went there. We parked like down the street and started walking to the house. Right at the same time, the pizza guy came up to that house. Oh, okay. So I was like, as soon you as made I made a grand entrance with the pizza guy, yeah. yeah, of course. As soon as the guy came downstairs for the pizza, he saw us. He saw me with my hat. He was like, oh, you made it. I was like, yes, I did. He let us in right away. And then we went upstairs. The dude was like, I I knew like maybe two people that were from the party there. I was like, but everybody else was like so much younger. I was like, damn, I never realized how old I am. <laughs> Until I was like with a bunch of like 23-year-old dudes. It's like, holy shit, I'm old. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I was going to ask about. Mm-hmm. Like, They were all like easily like 21, 23, 24, just... I probably was maybe the oldest guy at the after party. And it was nuts. And, uh, you know, I made a good impression. We and grew in numbers. And, like, they. Really this, is, this had to have been a school party. Like, no, a college this, thing, no? No, this is a, the Milwaukee, like, punk scene. But there's not a single fucking, like, 30 year old hanging out with them? They're I'm kind of surprised. They all got families, man. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> They're all doing what you guys are doing playing your little Loteria and your little Unos and going to work sick. Me, That's I'm, a good point. Maybe I, you know, does that say more about you? Me, I'm in some basements, just mucking around with today's youth. What do you think, Luis? I see you laughing. What, does that say more about Phil, or what is it? Who, who does that speak about? Maybe you should be yeah, there you know, playing Loteria. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, maybe we should have invited you. Here we are doing coke. Getting at her all with a bunch of twenty-one-year-olds talking about, yeah, like, my dad just doesn't get me. You know, He's a fucking asshole. What the fuck? You know, he doesn't give me keys to the charger anymore. It's like, yeah, maybe. Uh. I tried showing him Deftones, but, but he was not really into it. 
Dude, you're the worst, bro. I went to a, an after party which Wait, I had no stealing from a party you were you were barely invited to. And then I went to another after party who was starting to invite other people to some other guy's after party. I was a menace. You are the worst guest. <laughs> you are the worst guest. You're the have you over for the first time. You're a piece of shit. You're not even at the after party yet. And you're already telling Bro, you gotta go there, man. I'll see you there. I'll see you there. Yeah, tell him you know me. <laughs> so you're walk up and like, I'm here with so Phil. Wait, who? Who? <laughs> Phil, you know the, <laughs> the guy with the the hat, yeah. <laughs> the sombrero. Bill, Bill, <laughs> the guy with the rhyme. <laughs> Some guy named Bill, I think, told me to come here. <laughs> Damn it, that was so pretty funny. No, I had a great, you know, the great community, and uh, hopefully, I can get you know in that community scene in Milwaukee and Madison too. I want to get into the to more basement shows in Madison, more local music, more local. Yeah, talent. you were just up here. Mm-hmm. We were just up here. We did a little, a little tour, so people can keep an eye out for the the channel. We had a fucking blast, didn't we? Oh yeah. What did you guys do? Tell people. He uh, he took well, he took us out to he the global out, food market and kissed, I was showing him my on tongue, nipple on nipple. Mm-hmm. I was showing him my porn collection. I was like, sounds very Japanese. You see of this? You this, this is all in ca- this is all in incognito. <laughs> <laughs> this is all incognito. <laughs> You're the last. You've been really thinking about this, huh? You've been really thinking about this. It's been on my mind. I was like, "Don't go back. (laughs) Don't open it up. Don't open the new tab." I've been strong. I've been really strong. So thank you. We hung out. We went to a global market and uh, had some delicious food. Looked at some uh, interesting culinary uh, ingredients, and then we're gonna put that out. Should be by the time this comes out, it should be out on our channel. Mm-hmm. So, and it, was, it was fun, man. Good I time. Definitely recommend check it out if you're in the Madison area, because more than likely you'll f- either see Luis in A Rod or you'll see me trying to pick up any of the other anime weeaboo chicks. Hell yeah, <laughs> dude! Guess what? So there's this uh, Mexican restaurant called the A Rod's uh, Birria and Grill. Fucking amazing! There, there's a. I think there's three locations in Madison, but there's one inside the Global Market over by the East Town Mall. And I was talking about it with a friend of mine and they were like, Oh, so they went into one of the locations for a rods mm-hmm. homeboy was a construction worker for a while. And then got laid off during COVID was working as a bartender and waiter and just wasn't making ends meet. So him and his uh, wife decided like, why don't we just sell tacos? Like we'll make Bizia. And this was in like 2020, 2021. So before the big craze of Bizia took off through TikTok. They started making tacos, was getting like pretty popular and pretty busy. And soon enough around this house, he just had like trays and trays of aluminum foil wrapped like easy tacos and stuff. And he's super busy, goes to um, buy meat one day and he's like, you know, grab all this fucking red meat. And he looks at it on the conveyor belt on the shopping cart and he's like, oh, fuck, this is like, this looks crazy. And the cashier was like, what are you doing with all this meat, if you don't mind me asking? And he goes, oh, I make tacos. Like, you know, if you're interested, let me know. And she goes, no, no, no. I already got a guy for that. And he's like, oh, yeah, who? Pulls out a business card. It's his. Okay. And now full circle, Homeboy has three locations. So for everybody in the Madison area or anybody wanting to travel, I really want to get to meet him. I'd love to have him on, but I really recommend uh, Arod. Dude, bro. that'd be awesome. Super good mm-hmm. Reach out, Super bro. Good food. 
Dude, for real, Luis, not, to, yeah, now that you li- live in Madison, bro, how. you can probably reach out to like a dozen restaurateurs that would probably be pretty interesting oh, to sure. have. Yeah. Even just to like, hey, can I just like make a video about your food? Like it's yeah. super good. And they'd be like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, absolutely. No, but, um, similar yeah. to like what I did with Bandit Tacos. Like I was just like, oh, can I record? And they're like, yeah, go ahead. We don't like just tag us. And I did. And like people love that, that post and Bandit Tacos was super good. So yeah, I want to keep doing that. But yeah, shout out Arad's Tacos. Super shout good out. Food. Spell it out. Well, yeah, we'll put it in the description and all that stuff. So if anybody's interested. Yes. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Um, Keep an eye on the channel for more interviews, more videos, definitely more content coming out. And uh, thank you all so much for the support. We can't wait for 2023 and everything that has in store. So with that being said, thank you guys for listening. And we'll see you all next week.